to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about commerce, capitalism, what it is or what I have around it and how we exist in it while also trying to dismantle it or trying to do things differently. So I'll preface this episode with the fact that the hopefully very obvious fact that I am not an economics expert. I'm not an expert on this information. Um, and, you know, we, we have talked about expert and expertise before, and I, I wouldn't even claim to have expertise in this area. What I have been doing is building my own understanding around these concepts and building my understanding so that I can really get clear about how I show up in my values and where the opportunities are for me to do things differently. And where it's really about getting clear on what is really going on and what are the systems that we are really up against or interacting with. So that's that piece. The other thing that I will preface this episode with is to say that one of my practices of challenging um, supremacy culture and challenging the very systems that we're part of is to share thoughts and ideas before they are quote unquote perfect, um, before they're fully formed, before I found the, again, quote unquote, one right way. Because the values of supremacy culture, particularly white supremacy, are really grounded in the whole idea of that being one right way of getting things perfect of um you know having all the answers of knowing knowing all the facts of being the you know quote unquote expert and it creates this whole idea of of I think now it can create a space where we can feel like we can't talk about something or talk on something or talk to something unless we're an expert you know quote unquote expert on it unless we like know all the ins and outs and one of the ways that I want to challenge that value because it's not a value that I hold um, is by actually showing up with what I have around something in this moment. And perhaps my understanding um, of some of these ideas and what I'm going to share will change. Perhaps how I interact with these systems will change over time. But in this moment, this is what I have. And I want to share it um, and create a space of shared understanding and hopefully give you some, you know, maybe some information or somewhere to start for your own, I suppose, um, scratching away at the surface of this stuff. Okay, so let's dive in. So I talk about this sometimes when I present um, to groups, when I'm talking about how we show up in our values as business owners while, you know, without perpetuating the system. Like how can you have a business? One of the questions that often comes up, um, I think from people is how can you have a business and also be, um, you know, while while wanting to divest from capitalism, while wanting to not engage in that kind of system. And I think it's really important to understand that there's a difference between capitalism and commerce, that there is difference and knowing that difference can help us to see where we can bring our values into it. So 
Capitalism is not synonymous with, does not equal commerce. Capitalism is not synonymous with, it does not equal money and it does not equal the economy. So I'm going to go through a few definitions. I'm going to give you some dictionary stuff because I'm a bit of a word nerd and we'll go through it. And then we'll talk a little bit about the values that we see underlying capitalism. Um, So commerce itself is the activity of buying and selling. And commerce has been around pretty much, you know, since the first time when humans started exchanging goods and services for some sort of benefit or really just even swapping, um, swapping what they had with somebody else or swapping what they had with somebody for something they needed, etc. So commerce is just the exchange of goods and services. And that has been happening yeah, for a very long time. Now, so that's our commerce, right? The economy or an economy is the system of inter- the system of the interrelated nature of production and consumption. So the exchange of goods and services could be seen as the production and consumption. So economy is the system through which we do commerce. So we've got commerce, which is the simply the exchanging of goods and services. We've got the economy, which is the system in place. And usually it's both economic, but it's also often um, links into the political system um, of how production and consumption are interrelated. It's the the economy is how that how that kind of the the scene, I suppose, setting the scene. Um, and then we have capitalism or you might have socialism or communism or other types of systems where what we're looking at is how we do commerce. What system are we doing commerce through? What values are we doing commerce through? What characteristics define how commerce is done, how the economic system is structured and carried out, right? So we've got commerce, which is purely exchanging goods and services. We've got the economy, which is the system in which all of that stuff happens. And then we've got the specific types of economic systems and capitalism is one of those. So what is capitalism? So capitalism is the is an economic, as we just said, and, and political system based on the private and also corporate ownership of the means of production of goods and services and the profit that comes with that. And generally with a view for the profit to be retained or reinvested into that means of production. So we have this definition of commerce and um, of capitalism, which really what defines it is the private ownership of the goods and services and the means to produce those, to control those and to profit from those. And when we think about those different things, what they're, they're kind of nested inside of each other, right? So they are connected and linked. However, capitalism is just one way to do commerce. There's been different systems in the past. Um, commerce doesn't just have to involve money. It's just an exchange. So in the past, it was exchanging perhaps through trade systems, um, like, you know, um, barter systems or trading or through reciprocal relation- relationships through, you know, back in the day, there was like exchanging shells and, you know, paper money was became a thing. And, you know, these days we've got, um, what's that stuff called? Bitcoin, <laughs> blockchain, all that kind of stuff. Um, so there can be different ways to do that. So when we think of being having a business and how it can exist. A business is just a way to carry out commerce, to exchange goods and services. In our countries, if you're based in the UK, the US, Canada, Australia, um, a lot of most, I mean, lots of other countries outside of those, and I'm feeling like my head is just going blank. Um, 
there it, it is run through a capitalist system. And while the system around us has that set of values, it doesn't mean that we have to bring those into our business. And so what are the values of the capitalist system? It's very much based on the same values or very similar values that we see coming up within supremacy culture. And it's worth noting here that through my understanding and my reading, supremacy culture, particularly white supremacy um, and capitalist culture are inextricably linked. That they were, that a lot of the parts of supremacy culture were actually created to allow a capitalist system to exist, to create different classes, to create, um, you know, hierarchies so that certain people could be exploited and that certain people could hold the wealth or hold the power. So what happens in, what are the values? So perfectionism, um, which I talked about that in the, in the start of this. So like getting things right. Um, and the people who get it right are the people who have the power, right? Um, extraction and exploitation. These are very key to the capitalism that we exist in in this day and age. Now, can capitalism be done in different ways? Possibly, um, where you could have the ownership of the means of production and their profits um, and that be done in a democratic way or a different way, yes. Um, And we can also do commerce through different systems and different values. And so the capitalist values that we are experiencing Experience, you know, we're exposed to our system currently. It's about extraction. It's about exploitation. There's very much power over. There's very much overriding consent, um, overriding people's rights, overriding people's humanity. It's a lot based around scarcity and the concept of never enough. So scarcity being like a a natural. Um, natural is not the word I want to use. It's like a. It's like a. It's a human drive, like to go towards scarcity, and it's a. It's a value that's really put at the heart of capitalism that's leverage that there's not enoughness um the other thing we see in capitalism is the commodification which is turning things into a commodity something that can be exchanged um the commodification of basic human needs and if we think about the definition of capital capitalism where it's the private ownership then what we're seeing is the means for people to get their needs met is owned by other people or corporations and businesses. And so, of course, that based on those values of power over and extraction exploitation is going to get ugly. And definitely that is what we are seeing right now, right? We are in a system which is not, which is dehumanizing, exploitative and extractive. Now, when we are thinking of how do we want to do commerce, if we think of our business less as a tool of capitalism, but a tool of commerce, we can think of how we can bring our values, how you can bring your values and run your business through your values. And this is, I think, the power of being clear on your values and having a values-driven business and questioning whose values are coming up in your business because you can create this difference between your values and the values of the system, between the values you want to bring into doing commerce and the values that the system wants to encourage or influence you to use. So that's one piece of it. So how do we exist in it? Because we do. We exist in a capitalist system, short of moving to a place in the world or outside of the world, um, that does not have a capitalist economic structure. Um, We will exist in this structure. Capitalism is pay to play, and unfortunately, the play bit is our survival, our very survival. Um, And that is the means to access the goods and services, to access the commodity of getting our basic needs met, is the access to that is different depending on people's identities, depending on where they are in different hierarchies. Um, and 
the system is very much set up that way. So we exist in this system. How do we do it? So I I can't find, I, I was looking in my phone notes because I was listening to a podcast where somebody said this thing, which I thought was so, um, just a really great way to caps, encapsulate how I kind of think of it. Um, we can be in it. So we're in the system. So the question is like, how are we in it, but not of it? So we're in the system, but we don't become, we're not of the system. We're existing in this system, but we don't have to enact it. And um, actually, there was a good Instagram couple of posts, and, and there's um, some Substack, um, Substack, I think it is called, um, articles or pieces behind it by the woke scientists, and I'll link to their Instagram um, account uh, in the show notes if you want to check out their stuff. Talking about you know um, some of the things that they put forward, and one of the pieces that I really appreciated from that, and something that I'm often talking to as well is around that critical awareness of how we are interacting in the system and grounding in our own values for that interaction. So rather than seeing the system, you know, acceptance and awareness of what the system is and not as a, um, what's the word, resignation that there's nothing we can do. Oh, this is the system. The system's capitalist and these are the values and what are we going to do about it? Hands are, um, you know, our hands are tied. But being aware of it and choosing how we interact with it, choosing how we show up in it in a way that can still, uh, that can keep us grounded in our values. And so there can be ways we can do that within how we are consumers in capitalism, within how we might be um players within commerce. So if you have your own business, if you are working with people, if you are exchanging goods and services, changing the values through which that's operated. Um, If we think of one of the markers of capitalism being extraction and exploitation, considering how we relate to other humans within, through our business and within our business and also the planet, because that's another resource, you know, nature is another resource that's very highly extracted from the other part of extraction and exploitation is ourselves and so within a capitalist system we're asked to extract of you know anyone who has resources anyone who has capacity and so that is usually or anything as well not even not just humans but also non-human beings and non-human spaces um, and non-human resources and so we can consider our relationship with all of those with ourselves with others and with the non-human beings and non-human resources what values are we interacting with them through what values are we relating with them through so it's i suppose it's a it's a it's a bit of a tilting situation right and it's 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 being critically aware and slowing down so we can ground in our values and not getting um pulled along by the the markers or the I suppose the incentives and not getting um, dissuaded by perhaps the disincentives that are put forward from capitalism so no knowing what so if I talked about before you know pay to play where the play bit is our survival knowing that but also seeing um seeing that and seeing it for what it is so rather than you know accepting us not as resignation and and actually looking at the system with our eyes open so that we can make choices with our own actions so that we can make choices with how we do or don't engage or interact with the system and so we can make choices about how we enact different systems within our businesses. And so a couple of thoughts around that, which I think can support that. So one, of course, is knowing your own values. 
so that you can actually have a space to ground in outside of the values that the capitalist system is telling you is what we should be focusing on. Defining your own, um, defining success through those values. Um, So obviously within capitalism and particularly within a capitalist economic model, there are very particular markers of success, which is usually around um, accumulation um, and, and hoarding of money and resources. And so we can consider what our own definition of success is um, based on our own values. And we can embed that in our own businesses so that our businesses are tools of commerce, yes, but not necessarily tools of engaging and enacting and perpetuating the capitalist values of doing commerce. We can center humanity, ours and the humans we work with, because that is to me, an antidote to the way that this system works because the, the system of capitalism is really built on dehumanization, on seeing humans um, as resources, as, as ex- things to extract from, as the world as something to extract from. And I think if we can bring back our human-centeredness, our relating, um, and I've got a podcast around that, it's all about relating, I'll put that in the show notes, um, that we can consider that and we can hold that front of mind. The other reminder or the other thing I would love to offer, well, I wouldn't, I'm going to offer to you. I won't say love because it, it's one of those things that is kind of like, mm, yes, end. Um, offer to you is to, just the reminder that there's no end point to this work, right? I said at the very start of this, this is what I've got around this stuff at the moment. There's no end point to um, developing and building on my understanding or your understanding, our understanding of what's going on and what the system is. Um, there's no end point to our own critical analysis of what's happening, of what our role is, um, of how we may be partaking in the system, of how we can, of of places where we might have to partake in the system because of our safety, security, stability, um, our belonging, certain needs that we need to have met, even if it is not in alignment with our values. Um, And also around there's, you know, there's no end point to that critical analysis of what we can do differently, how we can do things that bring us more in alignment with our values. So there's no end point, which is, you know, both kind of heartening because it's like we don't have to get it done tick and and we know we definitely don't have to get it right because that's a value of supremacy culture um but also it can feel a little bit like oh there's no end point but such as life you know there is one end point it's a big end point though and we don't necessarily want to rush our way there and so a couple of other things um starting with that acceptance and awareness like I said and considering that really this is about you know I'm thinking of that bloody TikTok meme, do my best. I do my best, Tom, um, about doing our best. Um, and our best is not linear. Our best is changes with our resources, with our reach, with our capacity, um, with our sense of safety and security and stability, with our commitment to our own financial stability. There are a lot of factors. And it's not simple nor easy. Um But when we know our values, and so this is the other thing, of course, I'll reiterate a million times and a million times again, is knowing your values because then you have a space to ground in. You have a filter to run things through as as a tool to guide you. Continuing to question, to reflect, to and to build that back into your analysis as you go. And then the other piece um, is, is thinking about the antidotes, the things that the system, the capitalist system, particularly underpinned by supremacy culture, does not want 
to be centered. Does not want us to, well, Dostoevsky doesn't want to analyze it, um, but wants to disconnect us, right? It's based on disconnecting us from our needs, um, you know, disconnecting us and making us buy them back again, um, disconnecting us from the means of production of things that actually meet our needs um, and disconnection from other humans, disconnection from nature, because to be okay with capitalism, we have to be okay with dehumanizing. To be okay with capitalism, we have to be okay with extracting from, you know, nature and the planet to to its and our detriment. And so what that connection, where we can foster connection and relating, we can do it differently. And I think that that is probably one of the most powerful antidotes is, is bringing it back to the human connection and bringing it back to relating um, one-on-one or relating, you know, human to human and human to non-human, human to, to nature. The other things that I have, I suppose, that really stand out to me through my learnings, um, particularly from a lot of black and indigenous um, and people of color, um, people who are talking about this stuff is around centering um, centering things that are not not yet. Well, they are kind of commodified, I suppose, a bit, but that are still available to us to access. Um, centering our joy, centering rest, and centering dreaming, because I feel like they are really big antidotes to the system. Um, they also can support us to connect with our own humanity and to connect um, with community and to connect with, you know, meeting our basic needs and meeting some of those things. Now, I will caveat this all and possibly, probably should have said at the start with, um, and I mentioned a little bit through, is like our commitment to safety, how safe we are, how um, financially and physically, mentally and emotionally stable we are. All of those pieces can impact on our ability to or what what is available to us with our resources and our reach around how we engage with this system, but also how we divest from it. And it's not always available in the same way to the same, even within the same person from day to day, month to month, year to year. And it's not available in the same way across different identities and different, um, particularly under-resourced identities because, and I really appreciate that um, word that I came across on, again, I, I need to write these things down because I always forget a podcast talking about rather than th- considering, you know, humans as being marginalised, or that is definitely what has happened. But what really happens within this system, particularly within the capitalist system, is that specific groups of humans have been under-resourced on purpose. And so wrapping that word around it, I think particularly when we're thinking about capitalism and and commerce and how we engage in it and how we divest and how we create our own system of commerce can be really helpful. So that is what I wanted to talk to today to leave you with a couple of definitions, a few foods, a bit of food for thought um, and you know, just where I'm at around those thoughts at the moment and what I thought could be supportive um, to share with you. So if you've got questions, comments, discerns, discerns, <laughs> concerns, um, if I've missed something or missed the mark, I'm always open to continuing the conversation to hearing from you. Um, so reach out over on Instagram at Dietitian Values or feel free to send me an email, laura at dietitianvalues.com. If you found this useful, uh, please feel free to share with um, somebody that you think would also find it useful. Okay, well, until next time. Bye for now. 
much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.